And now, it's time for Lawyers for Jesus Radio, lighting our path through law. A show about faith in the law and in the marketplace. Featuring the partners from the law firm Mauk and Baker. Located in downtown Chicago, Mauk and Baker is nationally known for defending freedom and serving the people of faith. And now, Lawyers for Jesus. Good afternoon. Welcome to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Noel Sterrett, and today we're going to talk with one of my favorite law professors and the current dean of Regent University's School of Law, Dean Michael Hernandez. It's great to have you on with us. Well, thank you, Noel. It's great to be with you. Uh, As you guys may know, this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. It's a law firm that puts on uh, this radio show, and our law firm is committed to serving the people of God with a variety of legal needs. So if your church needs help with its bylaws, or if you have uh, zoning questions, real estate problems, give us a call, 312-726-1243. I am actually a graduate of Regent University School of Law, and uh, Dean Hernandez was actually my property law professor. And uh, also, I believe you were our uh, starting shooting guard on our basketball team, if I'm not mistaken. I believe that we did get out there and, and pop a few threes, so that was fun. Yeah, I think you made more than I did, so uh, I'm so <laughs> so glad. Well, you, uh, you, were, you were the setup man. You were the assist man. That's right. Well, I'm so glad you uh, just have this time, uh, take time from your busy schedule. Uh, I just really appreciated Regents, uh, all that I learned from you and the other professors, and I really wanted just to give you an opportunity, um, because I think many people are out there right now and saying, do we really need more lawyers? And uh, I think the answer is yes, but we need lawyers of a particular kind. uh, And I think fitting with this show, we need more lawyers for Jesus. So explain the vision of Regent and uh, the school of law and what you really want to see take place as the dean of the school. Well, thank you for that opportunity, Noel, and I completely agree with your preliminary comment. I I do not believe that we need more lawyers in general, but we do need more lawyers that are committed to a higher calling and purpose. You know, the, the legal profession really is one of the most honorable professions that that we can enter into, but unfortunately it's lost that sense of status and respect. Mm-hmm. And I think it's precisely because people do not see their role from a higher perspective. So at Regent, we're a Christian university, and the law school is committed to its Christ-centered mission, which is central to all we do, but also committed to academic excellence. And specifically, as part of our training, we want to prepare lawyers to do whatever area of law they feel called to be involved in and to serve in, but also to recapture that sense of being a counselor at law, sure. of um, having a higher purpose, so that you come alongside people, whether it's at the constructive function level to help people build things like build a corporation, uh, uh, put together an agreement uh, of whatever nature they're, they're pursuing with someone else, or when you come alongside somebody in the litigation process or after things have gone wrong, to be an advocate. Um, we, we want to prepare people to serve, but also to have a higher sense of what the law ought to be. So we look at the law as it is, but we also look at it in the sense, in the context of what God designed law to be for human flourishing. Wow. Yeah. And I think all of those principles are critical to 
to prepare lawyers that come to serve and not to be served. And how do you see that happening actually in the classroom setting? Because I think that's great in terms of a vision statement, but how, how are the classes set up? What, I mean, what, what would a law student receive differently than they would if they went to any other law school? Well, at Regent, we do things a little differently in a couple of ways. But before I comment on that, we, we of course, study the law thoroughly and, and prepare students with both skills and substantive training that they need and that they could get in any, any good law school. So you, know, you, you wouldn't want to sacrifice an excellent legal training for worldview, but we believe in doing both. Right. And at any school that you attend, the professors will have a particular worldview or, or perspective from which they will teach. For, for us, we look at things through the lens of, of traditional Christian teaching and biblical principles. So in the, in the course of the discussion of the law, we will not just look at what the law is, but critique it in terms of what it was designed to be by the Creator, mm. and specifically using biblical principles. Now, in addition to that, the, uh, the ABA requires a certain amount of time per credit hour, and we add an additional 10 minutes to each class. Uh, and that is for a devotional period, where the professor will share something from the Word, or there might be time of prayer. So there's spiritual formation that goes on in the classroom in addition to that Christian integration, substantively. Yeah, this is Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Noel Sterrett of the law firm Malkin Baker. Today we're speaking with Michael Hernandez, the current dean of the School of Law for Regent University. I graduated from Regent uh, School of Law, and I, and I must say that just looking back at my law school experience, I know that I got top-notch legal training. I, I know that in terms of my my writing, my speaking ability, my ability to write briefs, uh, I received the best education that any law school can can afford uh, a student. And I think that's true because Regents currently uh, placing uh, top in, in, in the tournaments across the country in moot court and appellate advocacy tournaments. But one of the things I, I look back so fondly on is, is, is really what you alluded to, which are those those times in the beginning of class where the professors uh, would take time either for prayer or to s- share something that God has placed them on, uh, put on their hearts, or, or really giving us that instruction that I think reminded us that really this this is more than a job that we're preparing for. This is, is this is a calling. So mm-hmm. speak to that. How how have you seen God uh, open your eyes as to the calling that it is to be a lawyer, and and how do you uh, share that and make sure that each student that leaves Regent School of Law has that understanding before they leave those doors? Well, you know, James says that um, not many of you should presume to be teachers because we'll be held to account. So there's a very high standard that's set in Scripture for people that will teach others or that will disciple others. Mm -hmm. And we take that very seriously at Regent when we're selecting new faculty members. We want people who have proven a commitment to Christ and are thoroughly integrating their faith in their professional lives, but they're also accomplished legal professionals. So I think that's the first thing is just the hiring, the commitment to the mission, and making sure that, that, you, that you bring in people that are fully on board with the mission and also can impart wisdom to their students. Uh, for me, I, I think um, just going back and seeing God's leading, for me both to be a law professor in general, but also to come to Regent. Um, to share with students how 
you know, God doesn't always take you directly to point Z when you're at point A. Mm-hmm. So that, that point Z may be the ultimate destination, but there can be a number of steps along the way that he takes you to prepare you to do what he's called you to do. So I, I believe it's important for every professor to be able to share that wisdom in terms of God's leading, his preparation, his equipping. Um, and then, of course, to be experts at the law that they're teaching as well. That's an unbeatable combination. And we view, as professors, we view our role not just as instructors, but also as mentors to disciple our students. Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that just blew me away when I went to the school, uh, was the level of care that each professor that I had had for the students within the class. I, for When I went into class, I knew that not that I wouldn't get an easy time or be free of accountability. In fact, it was quite the opposite. Uh, but I knew that when I was being asked to answer a question and when I was being confronted or challenged by a professor, it was because they ultimately wanted me to grow both in my faith but it also in my knowledge of the law and in my commitment to the, to the, the, the job that I was being called to. And uh, I can't tell you just how much or how thankful I am that I had so many professors at Regent that saw this as a discipleship, um, you know, this is a discipleship context that we're in. Well, that is our model, and of course our our ultimate role model in that discipling is Jesus himself and how he treated his disciples. So if you look at Scripture, there were times where he significantly challenged them. You know, he loved them enough not to want them to stay where they were. So he'd challenge them, he'd confront them. There are also times where he'd come alongside them and encourage them. Um, And and that's exactly what our role is. So, you know, I, I wouldn't want to paint the picture that you wouldn't be challenged by coming to Regent Law. Um, obviously, we need to, to challenge students to hold them accountable. It's ultimately the process of iron sharpening iron um, so that they can become that, that very useful vessel for the Lord's purpose in their professional lives. Yeah, and I, I frankly think that you will be doubly challenged if you go to Regent because you're not just challenged in terms of whether or not you studied the case and you understand the law, but you're challenged at a much deeper level, a spiritual level, in which you are starting to make uh, connections in your heart and saying, well, look, I may know the law and I may be able to give the right answer, but what is my heart towards the future client? What does my heart say in this particular case? What are the ethics involved in the in the problem that I'm dealing with? And I think that's, you know, after the break, I want to really talk about the the problem that we're seeing in America, which is we have legislator, legislators, lawyers, um, and getting the bad rap of, you know, where are the ethics? Where are the morals? Where are the people leading the way, showing us that there is a, a transcendent standard that we all need to uh, be accountable to? And so that's really what I want to dive into. Uh, Dean Hernandez, could you just let us know briefly where somebody can find out more about Regent Law School, if they're looking it up online or a number that they could call? Well, sure. There are a few contact points. Our website is www.regent.edu backslash ACAD, which is short for academics, backslash SCHLAW, which is short for School of Law. That's the website. Um, you can email lawschool at regent.edu or call our toll-free number 877-267-5072. 
and that will get you into the law school admissions office, and they'll be happy to help you. Great. Coming up, we'll talk more with Dean Hernandez about Regent Law School. I'm Noel Sterrett with Malkin Baker, and you're listening to Lawyers for Jesus. Welcome back to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Noel Sterrett, a partner at the law firm of Malkin Baker in Chicago. We're a group of Christian attorneys seeking to serve uh, people in the law. We've got uh, law degrees, and uh, that's why God's given us these law degrees. He's given us a calling, and uh, we seek to be available to help you with your legal needs. Give us a call, 312-726-1243, if we can help. And if we can't, we'll try to connect you with an attorney uh, that's a godly man or woman who can help you with your legal problem. We're talking with the dean of the School of Law at Regent University, where I attended, uh, Dean Michael Hernandez. I'm so glad you're on. Um, thank you again for coming on. And I want to talk to you now, if if we can turn towards, uh, I think, the growing perception uh, that the law and lawyers are people to be avoided. And it's uh, basically a a job that uh, we shouldn't encourage our kids to go into. And uh, so what do you see in terms of the perception, how the culture views the law, lawyers, legislators, politicians, and uh, how is that, do you think, affecting the people that are going to the law schools? I think that perception is both unfortunate, but also to some extent self-inflicted. You know, I think that there are far too many lawyers that cut corners and do not uh, see their role as the counselor, counselor at law. They don't see it really as a calling or an opportunity to serve. And so, you know, when people view it as a way to make money or to exercise power or to have status, that's not the, the true role of the lawyer. And unfortunately, that has a negative impact on the perception of the profession. Um, you're probably aware, and I'm sure your listeners are aware of the fact that there's been a bit of a decline in the legal market so it's harder to find jobs, and, and fewer people are going to law school now than really since the 1970s. But I actually think that's a good thing, and I think it's a great opportunity for people who see the law as a calling to serve. And I think the people that are going that have been going to law school for the wrong reasons, just to make money, right. to have power and status, are, are tending not to attend now. So the students that we're seeing are really ones that are very drawn to the pure calling of law. And that's exciting to me. So I think that uh, this new breed of lawyers um, has the potential really to make a, a big difference in the profession, particularly the students that we're seeing here at Regent. Now, we've always been blessed with great students, uh, Noel, including, of course, the ones from your era. So I think Regent has been a bit different. We've always had a, a different ethic and standard here. But I do think the legal profession may be in the midst of some reform, and we're very happy about that. Wow, good. That sounds great. And one of the things, <laughs> my mom's a nurse. And so, uh, you know, every year they come out with these uh, polls, you know, in terms of uh, job satisfaction and also mm-hmm. polls with respect to uh, public perception and public trust. And almost always the nurses um, – who don't get paid a lot and don't have powerful positions, always report or are in the top three in terms of job satisfaction and mm-hmm. are always in the top three with respect to public trust. And the attorneys, on the other hand, are always in the bottom. And so I have these discussions with my mom and I say, well, what's, what's different? Why, why, do, why are the nurses so satisfied? I mean, when I look at what my mom does, she's, she's serving broken people. And mm-hmm. um, I think one of the things that's come out in our conversation is – 
nurses go into nursing school and the jobs that they go into knowing that they're going into brokenness, knowing that they're going to be there to serve, knowing that it's not about the money, but it's more about the calling. And I think what you're alluding to in terms of the revival that we need to see happen in the legal field, I think that is what we need to see happen. And I think we'll see a lot more lawyers more satisfied with their jobs, even if they don't have the paycheck or the power, because they came in with their eyes wide open. Absolutely. And if they do find that they're making a lot of money or they have status that they that they don't find their identity in that, but they see that the money that they make or the status they earn is simply a tool for a higher purpose. Right. I think that's great. So how do how do, how do you do that then without discouraging people from law school? I mean, it's one thing to say you may not make a lot of money, you may not have power, how, but how do you have bring in students and and set their expectations right from the beginning? Well, I'd, I'd, I'd answer that on two levels. First of all, I think this current generation, particularly the millennials, uh, really have a sense of wanting to make a difference. They want to know that their lives matter, that they'll make an impact, that they're not just getting a job, but they want to help people. So, And that really is at the heart of what a lawyer ought to be and, and the focal point of a lawyer's work. So recapturing that sense of a counselor at law, I think, really resonates well with the current generation of students who are coming into law school. And that, that's central to, to what we do here at Regent. Um, second, we're very intentional about ethical formation and preparing a different kind of lawyer. So you and I talked earlier in the first segment about our Christian integration and our Christ-centered mission. But flowing from that, we also take very seriously the, the professional identity development of our students. So we have a center for ethical formation that is designed to prepare the students to act at the highest level of ethical standards, um, ultimately to seek to please the Lord and not just some standard that man sets. Um, as part of that, of that center, we pair our students with a mentor. That could be an attorney or a judge, and, and of course the faculty are involved as mentors as well. We try to prepare the student with someone who's doing the very thing that the student feels called to do after law school. And that, that mentoring relationship is really central to the professional and ethical development of our students. Yeah, I think that's, that's, that's critical. And it's one thing that I know that many uh, recent grads of other law schools, you know, the ones that I sit down and take to lunch and we talk about their law school experience and what they were looking for, even in a law firm, uh, one of the things that I think they're most looking for or they, they lacked during law school was a mentor. Uh, mm-hmm. it, they were very lonely. They, were, they didn't know how to answer these questions. And um, so I just am very encouraged by, you know, Regent's commitment to this. Um, you're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. I'm Noel Stared of Malkin Baker. If you're just tuning in, we're talking with Michael Hernandez, the dean of the law school at Regent University in Virginia. Where can people find out more about the law school? Where can they get plugged in, find out about what's going on, the awards your moot court team's winning, and uh, just the vision of the school? Well, our website is www.regent.edu slash ACAD slash SCHLAW. So that's short for School of Law. And that'll take you to our main webpage, um, where you can find uh, a number of different links to information about the law school. 
Yeah, and I would encourage you, if you don't remember that, just Google Regent Law School, uh, peruse the website, take a look at the bios of the professors, uh, Dean Hernandez. Uh, it's incredible because we're talking about uh, people who have been incredibly successful in the law, worked for some many of the big firms, went to Harvard and Yale, and, uh, you know, people from all different walks of life, judges, and and they're they're taking the time now to instill this sense of calling in, in another generation of lawyers and law students. And I, I just was tremendously blessed to go to the school. And one of the things that I would like to just kind of close on is how do we see the law impact culture and how, how can a lawyer, you know, if, if, if I'm a high school high schooler listening to this or someone in college, I'm looking, you know, do I go to law school? What would you say would be the role of the lawyers going into the next generation and the next 10, 20 years? Well, you know, Noel, you referred earlier to the need for a revival. And it's interesting that you use that word because as I was praying about this year, I, I became dean a little over a year ago. And so I've been really focused on what is God doing in the legal profession and what is he doing with regent law? The phrase that I really sensed as I was praying for the school and for the future is law revival. And, and I see that on two different levels. The first level is we need a revival of core principles of law and justice. Mm-hmm. So for our country, that's recapturing things that we were given, that we inherited, but to varying degrees we've squandered. Yeah. So I think that in our country, um, both through the practice of law, but also people that are involved in the legal process and the political process, going back to those first principles of law and justice that God has given us to, to bless human society for, for us to flourish. In other parts of the world, that's exporting it to places where they've never enjoyed the understanding of or the experience of the rule of law. As, as a uh, global school, we have a, we, we're focused not just on preparing lawyers to practice law in the United States, although that's at, at the core of what we do, but also exporting that globally to make an impact around the world, which to me is just part of the Great Commission. But the second part is we need a revival personally. And, of course, you know that, that's not something that just happens in law. That's what the church is called to do, yes. to... Uh, to, to to preach the gospel and to make disciples and to go out into the world and proclaim that truth. So we're part of that. We're, we're part of a bigger work that the church does in the Great Commission. And if students are interested in the, the intersection of and the integration of their faith with the practice of law, then we'd welcome them to come join us at Regent Law. Yeah, and I would encourage you, really, if you're looking at, you know, what do I do now that I've got um, college out of the way? What do I do with my next step? Just at least pray about it. Go look the school up online. Um, I really appreciate you coming on today, uh, sharing the vision of Regents uh, School of Law. Uh, it's just so encouraging to know the work that's being done, the disciple-making that's being done at the school. Thank you so much for your service, the you know, the commitment, and uh, I just look forward to, you know, seeing what Regent's going to do next. Well, thank you, Noel. It's been a privilege to be on your show, and thank you for being a faithful alum of our law school and being faithful to the Lord in your practice as well. Well, you're listening to Lawyers for Jesus Radio. Uh, This show has been about how we raise up more lawyers for Jesus. Uh, This is a law uh, radio show put on by Malkin Baker, a law firm in Chicago. We're here to help. Give us a call, 312-726-1243, if you have any legal needs that we can help you with. 
And tune in every Saturday for Lawyers for Jesus Radio at 3 o'clock p.m. Somebody, yes, indeed, you're gonna have to serve somebody.